Do you find it difficult to make and maintain friends? Or maybe you're just lonely. Or maybe you just don't like people. I feel that way sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at friendships and looking at maybe why they're important, maybe why they suck, and, you know, everything else about them, particularly from an existential and a stoic point of view. So welcome. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? Oh, this is an exciting one because, you know, like I mentioned uh, just before we started this, I've been pruning some people out of my life recently and it has been, yeah, it's challenging. It's really challenging to like, to set those boundaries and to, because on one hand you want to be kind and you want to be forgiving and you want to be like the type of person who can accept other people changing. But on the other hand, some people just don't want to change. And like, sometimes you just have to say no. Yeah. Do you do you make a distinction between like mentally make a distinction between like maybe like friends and acquaintances or like or like better friends or worse yeah. friends? I mean some kind of distinction between the relationships you have, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's definitely there's definitely a acquaintances, like people that I know and that I'm friendly with, and then like friends, like you, people yeah. who I can talk with anything yeah. about. But yeah. it's like it's trying to get the acquaintances to be bridged into friends, which is where I've been running into difficulties recently because I'm very fortunate in that I have a few very close friends. Like we do this podcast, we chat yeah, a couple yeah. times a oh, week yeah. and it's like, it's incredible. It's life changing. And uh, so very fortunate for that. And some other, and also because of like, you know, how easy it is with technology nowadays, it's great to be able to keep up with people in locations other than where you're living. But I moved I moved about a year ago. And since then, it's been like a constant struggle of trying to like <laughs> bridge acquaintances to become friends. Yeah. And it's just so far, it's been mostly unsuccessful. If, you know, it's if, like, if success actually means someone coming from... Well, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I've been yeah. looking at success <laughs> as being bringing someone from acquaintance to friend. But maybe success is actually defining what I want in a friend and then just being patient until that person arrives. Yeah. You know, well, it's funny because I was thinking about with Aristotle, you know, he says, you know, friendships are the greatest external goods, but he makes a clear distinction between like perfect friendship and like basically acquaintances. Right. And like, and that's fine. You know, we all have, we all have a lot of acquaintances, people that we're friendly with, that we see, that we interact with, but that we don't like, we're not going to, you know, go out of our way to do stuff, you know, not thinking about them otherwise and all that. But he also thought that these, you know, really good friendships are hard. They're, they take a lot of effort they're, in the sense that like, like it doesn't, it's not that it feels hard to maintain, but that like, you know, you're going to, it's going to take time. Like, you know, we, we chat every week, you know, it takes time to like, you have to know each other and stuff. And it might take just time in the sense that like, you have to know them for a long time to really know the person before you can like bridge that gap, maybe, you know? And I think, so I think it's interesting. And the other, one of the other things he seems to suggest is that, you know, these acquaintances can move over to friendship when we have like things in common for him, it was related to character. So like when you have similar goodness about you, that can be a starting point because then, you know, through friendship, you're supposed to grow in virtue too. So you're supposed to get, become a better person. So it makes sense. You know, you'd want to be in a similar kind of place that you could each grow equally as you, as you engage in a relationship, but you need somebody then that also wants to basically be a better person. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, it makes it hard. yeah so uh 
we just did we just did a quick fix on how to stop deluding yourself. And one of yeah. the things that I came up with there <laughs> was, you know, look for where people are telling you the same thing and you think differently. And maybe there's a truth yeah. there. Like maybe there's something you need to look at. So a couple of these people that are, that have been pruned out of my life recently, it was because they just like we would make plans. And then right before the plans, they would say, oh, you know, something else came up. And the first time I'm like, okay, cool, whatever that happened. Yeah. The next time I was like, yeah. really? Like again? And then the third time I was like, this is becoming a pattern. Like what's going yeah. on here? You know? <laughs> and, and so like with, with both of them, I tried to have, I tried to like give some feedback, you know? Cause I'm like, yeah. Hey, you know, when we make plans, I need to adjust my schedule so that I can be there. And then when you cancel, that sucks because I've stopped doing other stuff to make that time for you. And it's, you know, yeah. it's inconvenient for me, but granted this could be due to my fetish with like time and being on time and being your word and everything like that. So I get, I get like my responsibility and, and like both times they were just like, that doesn't, I don't even see what you, I don't see your point. Like, and, and the worst, the worst part was that like one of them, I really saw very clearly that he just didn't, value me at all like it it was inconsequential that it would be impacting me like it was yeah that's the yeah so anyway well it's just it though right there no but i think that i think that's hitting the nail on the head though right is that like if you're making plans with somebody you know that there should be like some reciprocal reciprocation of respect right where you, you feel like you should you know like i feel bad if i have to if we have to cancel for some reason i have to cancel our normal meeting time for some reason i always feel bad and i always want to give you an explanation and tell you as soon as i can although i know i know that it's not going to be a problem but that's not the point you know what i mean like i know it's not going to be like the end of the world but it's like you know you want to make sure that like because i do value you and i respect your time and stuff and i don't want you know i think that's important too there has to be kind of some you know caring for the other person right there where they matter that so you can have that type of thing yeah yeah I think a lot of people struggle with this, though. I think it's hard. I think, you know, for a lot of people, I mean, I know, I know just seeing running to people and talking to people, like people trying to meet people when they move to new places, especially like when, you know, trying to make friends is really difficult as you get older. I think people have a hard time talking to other people. So it's it's a difficult kind of thing. And then because we want to, you know, have people to interact with and make friends, sometimes maybe we're too lenient or or too open to like who we just start interacting with you know that could be a possibility too <laughs> yeah yeah i i know so like what i've done that has been helpful over the years is just introducing myself to people when i meet them like everybody knows when when you're in that close proximity of somebody else and you're thinking to yourself oh maybe i should introduce myself and they're thinking the same thing and then you don't do yeah. that and it gets awkward and like and then you're like every, you're both just sitting there like <laughs> Is, is something going to happen? And, you know, so yeah. I just, as soon as I got into that point where there's that thought, should I introduce myself? I just say, hi, I'm Randall. And just like, you know, yeah. and, you know, it always, it, people are always very, very friendly about it. And they, and it's helpful to remember their names when you do it as well. Like one, one quick trick that I do is I have a little notepad application. So as soon as I, when I introduce myself to someone, I just, Make sure while we're talking to remember their name, and then as soon as we're done talking, I just write down their name and a couple facts about them. So now I have a oh, log. That's a of good like, idea. 
Yeah. Dude, it's like it's the greatest hack, and like I can't believe that nobody talks about it because it's like you need to remember names. Names are the person's most important thing in their entire life, and it's like this is the simplest hack ever. You just you have your phone, you just type their name and a couple facts about them, and then you review that every once in a while. And the next time you see them, if you don't remember their name, you can pull out your phone real fast, look up their name, and then be like, "Oh, what's up, man? How you doing?" Yeah, that's a good one too because everybody has their phone out now. That's a really good idea, though. I never thought, I don't know. Man, I never thought about that. I'm not good with We should write a book Especially, about it. Yeah, you could write down, like, idea. yeah, it's a really good idea. <laughs> write down where you met them and stuff. That's smart. I like that yeah. one. It's yeah, it, you know, it's, it is funny. I think, you know, I think that is a big thing for a lot of people is just the, the introduction saying hi, like, and overthinking it because most people are happy to talk to people. Most people want to interact. They want social interaction, you know, and like, yeah, it, it's might not, you just have to be, conscientious that it might not end up being something every time where you're gonna be like yeah this person i want to hang out with but like you know it's a good place to start though and i think people are always pretty open to it i've never really ran into a problem where people were like off but you can usually tell too if somebody doesn't want to talk it's pretty easy to notice i think most of the mm-hmm. time and you'll yeah. figure it out if it's not. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, it's funny like oh go ahead yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask you like what have you had challenges with friendships previously? Have you had or or things that you found that worked really well with making friends? Yeah, I think well, I think some things I found challenging was I think, you know, I realized this was a little while ago, but I realized in certain cases, like there was an expectation that we should like with some people that I had considered friends that we should communicate and stuff, but then they weren't doing anything. And it's like, you know, every time I would see them, they'd be like, oh, why didn't you call? And it's like, you have a phone, dude. Like, you also have a phone, asshole. Like, call me, <laughs> too, you know, like, it should be too white. And that just started to really annoy me to a point of, like, no return. You know what I mean? Like, where, like, I just got to this point and I was like, forget it. I don't want to, you know. I know, I know that exactly because there are a few examples in my life. People do the same exact thing. They will never contact you, ever. But as but once you set something up, they're like, oh, my gosh, you should, we should totally yeah. do this more often. And you definitely have to call me. And it's like, come on. Like, I'm yeah. not the only person with a phone. And that's, the you know, it's funny because it's before, you know, I used to think like maybe it was me because I know I'm bad at it sometimes. Like I get caught up in what I'm doing and stuff. And I just don't always call people. But like, it's not. I know it wasn't the case. You know? So like, and I think also just like it's I think where I've been, things have gone really well, at least, you know, it's also just being respectful of other people and being you know understanding i think too is important because like i know it's like i have certain i do have certain friends like who like i could think of two right off the top of my head who do like meeting up can be challenging because of like their schedules or because of other reasons for one of them but i know that and i know it's not disrespect it's not it's not because of disrespectfulness it's not because of like they're just there's other things going on so it's like i with them i tend to be more kind of like open with it make sure that some time that i have that i'm not really worried about that they if if they cancel it's no big deal i have something else i could do you know what i mean like so not being too worried about and not being too stressed about is helpful because otherwise it would you know and that's just i think a matter of how much do you value the person you know and, and are they really worth but it's hard it is hard because like you know, I think we sometimes feel like we know people, but you know, people change too. And you know, it's like, yeah, you know. And so, uh, I'm glad you brought that up about being kind of open minded because this was this was something with uh, 
I mean, I also had another incident with a with friend where he started doing some illegal stuff. And I was like, I spoke with him about that. I said, you know, that's illegal. Yeah. If you're going to keep doing that, we're just not going to be friends. And he was <laughs> like, no, that's what I want to do. So, you know, so we ended it. He was honest but, about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, like, there were uh, basically in all three of these instances, I, I was like asking myself, am I, I'm like, am I being ridiculous here to to think that this should happen in a friendship? But then I was also listening to some stuff or maybe reading something. And it was it was like, look, look at these things as if it's a gift, like contemplate it as if this is a gift. So I look at all these things as if it's a gift. And yeah, sure, it might be a little bit more difficult to not have a closer friend in the area where I'm living right now. But the good thing is that number one, I'm starting to define my own values and my own boundaries. And then number two, uh, I also have that added space in my life where for when I do meet someone great, there we yeah. go. Perfect spot for a yeah. friend. So, yes. Yeah. Well, I think too, you know, you've only been there. For, I think this is what a lot of people struggle with too. Cause I, I mean, I've never, I've had, several friends who have moved to places and I, I experienced going to college and stuff too numerous times and you're moving around a lot like you want to meet people that you can hang out with right away so that you have people to hang out with there because it sucks sometimes not, you know not being whatever I mean we all experience that at the same time though I think good friendships you know it takes time like you know because really in a year's time how much can you honestly know them when you probably a you didn't meet them day one probably and b you're not seeing them all the time you know, it's like, so I think that's the other problem is like, it takes more time than we want it to. So, you know, maybe mm-hmm. keeping it more in like the acquaintance level for a while. True. And then, you know, cause I know one of my, one of my good friends uh, was somebody I actually met because I moved and he basically had the place above us. And for like the first like few months, we didn't talk, you know, but like, then we just started chatting outside and then like eventually like, you know, realized that that was a good person. Like, you know, if I had to go out or he had to go out, like, you, could you get my mail or something, you know? And then eventually over time we started, you know, hanging out outside of just like our place basically, you know, and that, that worked out really well, but it was slow. It took like probably like, you know, two years before we started doing, you know, actually mm-hmm. considering our, our relationship of friendship, not just like, you know, good neighbors, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So you talked earlier about how Aristotle looks at friendship. Do you, can you think of any examples of how uh, existentialists or Stoics would look at friendship like okay. me personally when i think about the stoics i i think that they're very like virtue based and so like yeah. my my idea what they would say is that they would be like you have to be the ideal friend and then when you're that person you'll find the right friend i think yeah i think in the case of stoics and the existentialists i mean i think you could say for both that they have an ideal conception of friendship for sure but I think practically speaking, in both cases, friendship should be a mechanism for self-development and self-betterment. In other words, like good friendship, just like Aristotle says, too, I think they actually all kind of agree on this, is that through a good friendship, it should be a relationship that you actually better, become a better person in the sense of like for the Stoics, particularly with character, right? So you should become a better person since your character traits, you should foster them, you should become more virtuous. That's true for Aristotle as well. For the existentialist i mean it's basically said differently but right it should be through you know good friendships that you really have types of relationships where you can be authentic where you can you know live your 
real life be honest you know these sorts of things that you know kind of enable you to be a good person you know essentially and live a better life and they all see them as friendship as a crucial part of a good life you know i don't think any of them would say that it's not so it's interesting because i think you know it's something we don't talk about a lot when we talk about friendship which is you know is there a, what is the sort of i guess purpose of these types of relationships just think about it. we have we all live in society so we can all relate to people all the time but that doesn't mean that that's through those relationships we're getting better or that they're actually helping us you know i mean like you know having good friends somebody you can talk to about anything somebody that's going to point out stuff like you know that's what aristotle and the stoics and you know that if you know the person really well you can point out when they're doing something bad and they might listen to you because you know them and because they know you and they trust you you know or if they do something really good and they're not giving themselves credit, the friend can point it out and be like, no, you're doing really good. Like, be proud of yourself, you know, and like keeping them, you know, helping your friends stay sort of on that path of virtue and doing good. So I think that's a, yeah. 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 It's like that saying birds of a feather flock together and how yeah. you end up being the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. So yeah, definitely making sure that you have good people around you. Well, it's funny too, when you think about it that way, it changes the, I think it should change what you're looking for in a relationship too. And it changes the relationship because it, I think it's a more mature, maybe relationship too, instead of like, you know, but you have to kind of know yourself too. And you have to know what you want. I think this is something probably a lot of people don't do with friendships, which is like, you know, what do I want out of this? Cause I think if you, you know, it's okay to, you know, we all have acquaintances. So it's okay to be like, you know, I, I like this person cause they're fun to go out with to the bar or something, or they're fun to go see movies with. Yeah, that's fine. And, but keep them in that area. That's what, that's what it's good for. You know, and it's like, and maybe it becomes something more, maybe not. But, you know, there's no point in pushing it because really, do you know them well enough to know that they are the type of person that would be, you know, good for you and where, you know, you have similar virtues and you would want to you know, be better people through that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think do you think there's a limit on friends? I, I think they are. I mean, I don't know. I always I always thought about that because what Aristotle says about, you know, you can only really have like, it seems you can only have a few at most. Maybe because I do wonder about that because I think they do take a lot. I don't, and I think you don't need that many. I think mm -hmm. if you have like some really good friends, I just don't think you feel like you need it because like you have yeah. it already. So, you know, and like, and it is, it's, you know, I mean, you, you have to have that. I mean, probably it's probably easier now because we can communicate like, you know, we have all the technology that makes it so easy. Whereas like back in the day, you know, you'd have to, if you, if you had a friend in a different town or country, you know, it could take forever to go see them and stuff and even communicate, you know, maybe mm -hmm. by letter or something. But yeah. yeah, so that probably makes it easier. So I think now we could probably handle more because we have that ability, but yeah, I don't think, yeah. I don't, I don't think it makes sense to have like too many because really like, are yeah. you really, a, you know, fully that person's friend? Maybe things of that mm -hmm. way. Yeah, when I when I look back and I mean, barring the times when I've moved, I, I think that normally I've had somewhere between like three and five close friends all throughout my life. Now, they're not the same people, but like, yeah. you know, generally three or five close friends throughout that time period. Yeah, that's probably a good number. Man, you know, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know exactly what it is, but like, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's funny because like we have this tendency now like people, on, you know, on social media to just have like all these followers but not really like they're not friends they're not people you know they're not people you know they're not you know it's like so it's interesting it's like the quantification of it you know like trying to just like get more 
but not like they're empty, right? Or like wanting to be surrounded by people, but like, do you really know them? Are the people even know? You know, I don't know. It seems more empty than anything else. So, yeah. 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 So another thing I was thinking of is what could be considered the downsides of friendship. So I know like a lot of things in a lot of the self-help books that I talk about, they're like, don't depend on people too much, especially when you're going through shit. Because a lot of times, like the stuff that you need to go through, while it's great to have other people around you, you, they can't be a crutch forever because you have to get through it yourself. Yeah. So actually like having good friends is a great thing, but sometimes it can be used to your own detriment. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's how you define friendship, though. Would you consider a great friend somebody who just is like going to handhold you through it? I don't know. It's like that that might be like, I mean, we would consider that like enabling or something. You know? <laughs> or, I don't know. Like if you're if it's hindering you, I think it's probably not good. Well, but like, OK, that's a yeah. great point, because some of my best friends, yourself included, are people who have tell who have told me hard truths about myself. They've like yeah. reflected stuff back to me that I didn't like it at the moment. And I was like, Ugh, how could you say that? <laughs> but it was actually it like took the balls to be able to say that. And like, yeah. that's part of why I know that you're a good friend. And it's just because like you're willing to be that mirror for me sometimes. Well, was it? Was it Nietzsche says he says, you know, oh, well, I can't I can't really exactly what we said something like a, a friend, a good friend should like um should lay out like a hard cop, not a soft bed. Like, you know, like, it, so like, cause you want the person, you know, the person's capable of doing it themselves, living their own life. They might just need a little bit of help and they might be struggling right now, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't baby them and you shouldn't like guide them completely because then they don't, they don't find their own self overcoming. They don't overcome it on their own and learn from it. So yeah, I think that's true. And I mean, I've had the same experience too. And I think that's how you know your good friends, but your good friends are able to say that too. I think that's the other point, right? So. I think in that sense, it can be really helpful, but that's also knowing what a good friend is for you and what it means and what it looks like. Because they can easily, you know, relationships like that can easily become a crush too. Though. If you depend on people that way and they also get something out of that, then it can be really, you know, toxic and problematic as well. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. And I think it's sometimes hard to know too, because we also do lie to ourselves, right? So it's hard to know sometimes when that a relationship is not really good, but we just, you know, for whatever reason find it pleasurable or whatever you want to stay with it so yeah mm-hmm. and especially i always get caught in that thing where i want to i want to stay with it because i'm afraid of being alone you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the fear of being <laughs> alone ah <laughs> yeah we are yeah yeah it's funny i mean we i mean especially dude we do so much to try and fit into and change ourselves and stuff and it's probably you know it's hugely detrimental so yeah, it's a tough thing of finding, like, trying to know yourself. I think it's why I feel like a lot of my friendships have gotten better as I've gotten older, too. So, I mean, obviously, more time, you know, maturity and all that helps a lot. And I think that's, like, something that you're lacking when you're young. And also knowing yourself that you don't, you know, mm. don't yeah. 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 So, I was thinking we could go over kind of, like, some tips for people out there who may not have good friends or who may not have any friends or may have just moved or something like that some tips for how to uh how to find friends i would say uh start with your things that you like interests obviously so finding people that do similar things if it's like you know whatever if it's playing you know magic or D D, if it's 
you know, if it's reading, if it's, you know, work, whatever, whatever you really like doing, people that like that kind of stuff is a good starting point because that's at least some kind of common ground, right? Um, I would also say patience, you know, let the relationship kind of develop, get to know the person for real before you at least get a, get a, as good a sense of who they are as you can before you, you know, fully commit because you don't know, I mean, but be open and be kind of patient. With them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are great. Uh, those are great tips. I was definitely, I was definitely thinking along the go do stuff that you enjoy doing. And then yeah. while you're there, introduce yourself to everybody. Yeah. And so like they, they, I think it was in the magic of thinking big or maybe how to win friends and influence people, but the, but they're like the, usually the most, uh, the person who everyone thinks is the most important person in the room is the person who's actively introducing themselves to the most <laughs> people in the room. So it's not yeah. because, I mean, sometimes maybe they're a celebrity or whatever. So other people want to meet them, but most of the time it's the person who's actually going around and saying, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. Hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. And really, that's all you have to say. You just stick out your hand and you say, hi, I'm your name. That's it. Well, the funny thing is, like, if you're a celebrity, it's just that people already know your name. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not true. Yeah, yeah that's true. all it is. <laughs> yeah. So you've already introduced yourself in your movies and then everybody else just wants to reciprocate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's see anything else for how to be friends. Yeah, I think patience, that's a great point. It does take time. Like we, I mean, this has been what, like 38 years, 39 years? Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> since since being on the teat, that's yeah, where it started. it's been a long time. So yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. It is funny. Yeah, I think that that's, that's one of the crucial ones too. And I think, you know, being, being definitely like being open because, you know, you never, I mean, I think sometimes too, you meet people that like, you can have some things in common and also a lot of differences and that's fine. So being open, being understanding, but also like you said too earlier, like having, making sure that you have your own boundaries, having your own sense of like what's, what's acceptable, you know, to ensure that they're also kind of reciprocating or to recognize that if they're not, because I think that's also important because most people, you know, you're going to end up being friends with, they're going to be people that care about you, not just about either stuff you have or whatever, or, you know, yeah Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah so i guess that's some good advice good tips a little talking about friendship (laughs) yeah i think you know it's a very important subject and uh i know we've talked about it previously in episodes where we talked about like happiness and depression and stuff like that and having a good friend that you can talk with really helps maintain good levels of happiness and get you through those difficult periods so it's definitely something that's very important to to work on. No, it is. And I think, you know, it, it's like when Aristotle said that the greatest of external goods, it was true. because I think they make life so much better, you know, and especially like when you, you know, you want to be better yourself, too, because friendships, that's what the, I think they do. They make your life better because they also make it possible for you to be better and better your life. So I think you have to keep that in mind, too, like the idea of friendship and growth. Because you don't want a friendship to stay the same either. You want it to grow, you know, with you. So I think that's important too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there you have it, everybody. That is another yeah. episode of the Existential Stoic Podcast, The Importance of Friendships. Uh, make sure to check us out on yeah. YouTube. Also listen on all the podcasting services. Like, share, subscribe. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny.
Hey, hey.